and Saints podcast presented by Seeking for Monday, May 3rd. I'm Carolyn Gonzalez, joined by my co-host John DeShazer following the 2021 NFL Draft. JD, we were talking about it all last week. We got a little sense of the NFC South, and then we got we touched on the New Orleans Saints with Mike Triplett, their positions of need, and they did touch a few of them coming out on the other side of this draft, obviously uh, recruiting a defensive end. They got a linebacker, quarterback, uh, an offensive lineman, and then there at the end, a wide receiver and Kwan Baker there in the final round. Real, real quick, J.D., with the announcement from our VPs, Shanika Dabney Henderson and Jen Martindale. Uh, how funny was that? What was your reaction when you saw them come up on the screen? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know Jen well. I do know Shanika well enough to, right. you know, kind of clown them, but I don't want to do that because, I mean, it, you know, it's you too clown her. You know, it's so funny. And then, uh, and then Alex Restrepo, um, our social media guy, really took advantage of them and, you know, just put them out there in the streets. <laughs> so I just, I don't want to pile on them, but I mean, you know, it, it's, it's hilarious. If you hadn't seen it, folks, yeah, go look at it because it's 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 priceless, you know, to see Shanika kind of. It was kind of I don't want to say deer in headlights because is is deer in headlights fair? Deer in headlights is fair. And just to set it the was, scene, just to set the scene, if anyone <laughs> hasn't seen the video, please go on Twitter, look up Shanika Dabney Henderson or JD or myself. Uh, it is on Twitter. But basically, these two VPs uh, that work for the New Orleans Saints and New Orleans Pelicans were announcing the final pick for the New Orleans Saints. And as soon as the camera turned on to them, they did not have the pick for the New Orleans Saints. So both of them, like you said, are deer in headlights and they're sitting next to each other, both kind of elbowing each other like you go no you go but they yeah. didn't have the pick and then Shanika's like we don't have the pick we don't have it. so <laughs> don't have you know, the she's pick. kind of whispering it but it you know it's loud enough for you to hear it. you know we don't have it <laughs> you know that's that's the best part of it but you know I mean she's now nah, look she dances on her feet pretty quick so she gets right down to it when they finally do get the pick but the initial you know we don't have the pick you know that was that was the that was the priceless part of it that was indeed. Uh, well, we've, we have uh, kind of buried the lead here on the podcast. We are going to be welcoming on the newest member of the New Orleans Saints and defensive end Peyton Turner, the number 28th pick for the New Orleans Saints out of the University of Houston. We will be speaking to him on the podcast to him really just seems like a great person has a great personality, great energy, great motor uh, coming to the New Orleans Saints. So excited to see what he has to do. But JD, a lot of fans were curious uh, following the selection of Peyton Turner, uh, why the Saints went with the defensive end, especially just hours before uh, picking up the fifth year option of Marcus Davenport, the defensive end for the New Orleans Saints. So can you kind of add some insight, enlighten us on why the Saints might have gone in that direction? Yeah, you get as many big, as many good players in the building as you possibly can. Uh, that's the best way to explain it. Uh, we know the Saints went into the draft probably looking for a cornerback or a defensive back, looking for a linebacker. And they do that. They do address that later. But at the time where they pick in the first round at number 28, I'm guessing, well, not guessing, I know, Peyton Turner had such a high grade for that spot for them, according to their draft board, that it made more sense to pick a good player who's got a good path to making their team and making an impact than reaching and taking another player who had a lesser value. Uh, the reason you have scouts and the reason you have uh, general managers and the reason you do all this background research on players and look at all this tape and all this film is so you can have a good evaluation on players. You don't get into the draft and then all of a sudden say, well, we did all this work, but we need a quarterback. So we're going to take one, even though he's graded, you know, 15 points lower than this guy. Right. Or 
operating system is. So you got to follow and trust what your system is, whatever it is your grading system is. If you're not trusting it and if you're just picking picking players from the seat of your pants, you know, well, hey, that's no way uh, to go about a draft. So you've got to trust your system. The Saints system has been good. Uh, they picked Ryan Ramchek at offensive tackle in the first round 2017 when they had Zach Street and they had Teron Armstead because Ryan Ramchek at that point was that high graded on their board. They picked they picked Alvin Kamara in that same draft, even though they already had Mark Ingram and they had Adrian Peterson on the roster. So you've got to trust your draft board. The Saints trust their draft board. It's been pretty good to them. So, you know, you do what you do and you and you realize or you hope if you're the Saints that it's going to work out in your favor. Well, the Saints picking up, as we mentioned, defensive end Peyton Turner in that first round at number 28 and then going on to select linebacker Pete Werner at number 60, cornerback Paulson Adebo at pick number 76, quarterback Ian Book at pick 133, offensive tackle Landon Young at 206, and finally wide receiver Kawan Baker at 255 once Shanika and Jen finally got the pick. But as we mentioned, J.D., uh, a few positions of need for the Saints, uh, cornerback, linebacker, quarterback was one that was kind of interesting. Can you speak to that just real quickly before we get into this interview with Peyton Turner, the quarterback position following Sean Payton saying that he believes the, 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 um, the predecessor, is that the right word? Or the, the, the next person in line after Drew Brees was in the building uh, between Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill, but then they, they draft a quarterback like Ian Book. What do you have to say about that? Well, you still need to fill out your roster. You still need another quarterback. I don't know if that third quarterback is going to be Trevor Simeon, but you know the first two are going to be Jameis Winston and or Taysom Hill. So you need three quarterbacks on this roster. And, and one of the reasons you need three quarterbacks is, is pretty simple. If Jameis Winston wins the starting position, then Taysom Hill is your backup. And Taysom Hill is probably going to be playing those multiple roles as he has since he has become a Saint uh, in 2017. So you need him for those other roles. So you need a third quarterback, whether that's going to be, again, Trevor Simeon or whether it's going to be Ian Book. Three quarterbacks are going to be on this roster because if you've got Taysom Hill and he's not your starter, he's so valuable in, in, in all those other positions and all those multiple ways that he is used that you need a third quarterback. And you get in the game, and like last year against San Francisco, when Drew Brees was injured and went out, well, during that game, he was mid-game, then Jameis Winston went in to finish that game. But the next game as the starter, it was Taysom Hill. Right. Well, I would imagine it could be the same way if, again, Jameis Winston wins the starting position and say you're five games deep into the season, say he gets injured mid-game, maybe you finish that game out with your third quarterback, whether that be Simeon or whether that be Book, because their skill sets might be more comparable to what Jameis Winston does. And in the middle of the game, you're not trying to flip a game plan and do the things that Taysom Hill does well all of a sudden you can finish out that game and then probably if it happened that way, then Taysom Hill starts the next game under that scenario. So for the Saints, I think the Saints, as long as they have Taysom Hill on the roster, and if he's not going to be the starter, you're going to need a third quarterback to be on the game day roster because Taysom Hill plays those multiple roles if he's not starting at quarterback. 
Well, it is going to be an interesting training camp, J.D., that is for sure. We will be talking about this year's draft picks for the next few episodes, so make sure you stick around uh, for those. But enough of hearing uh, uh, J.D. and myself talk. Let's go ahead and get into the interview with Saints' newest defensive end, Peyton Turner. Peyton, welcome into the Black and Gold. We are so excited to have you as a member of the New Orleans Saints, number 28th pick for the Saints out of the University of Houston coming in in as a defensive end for the Saints. Peyton, now that you've had a few days after the draft, how does it feel to kind of have that monkey off your back? There's not many people that get this opportunity and, you know, get to live up their dreams. And uh, for an organization like the Saints, it's, it's unbelievable. So I'm really happy. Uh, like you said, I put all this hard work in and to where it's come to fruition. It's just uh, really satisfying, but I know the work's not done yet. It's just starting. So Absolutely. Well, Peyton, I actually have to talk to you about something because you posted something on your Instagram story and I want to go to it real quick because you posted something from college football on Fox, I believe it was, and it was 2021 NFL draft first round recruiting stars. And you put an arrow towards there I am. And it was one player that was selected in the first round with a two star rating. And you saw that as yourself and you saw it as an opportunity to say, Hey, there I am. So do you, are you approaching this as a number two star recruit being selected in the first round as kind of a chip on your shoulder? How are you approaching this? Yeah, it's definitely a chip on my shoulder. Um, I mean, you know, you try not to listen to all the outside noise and everything, tune that out and just go to work. But, uh, you know, when it's banging on the, at the door, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to not hear it. So, um, that was just kind of me, um, just showing that, you know, if you work hard enough, you can, you can achieve anything, you know? So, um, to all the two stars out there, I mean, you know, stars don't, don't mean anything, man. They're just guys behind computers trying to tell you how good you can be. So, um, I mean, I'm excited, like I said, uh, but I mean, it's just something, just another thing that, uh, you know, to, to help motivate you more fuel to the fire, really. So, uh, that's kind of the way I looked at it. Well, Peyton, first we're going to rewind this and go back to the beginning because I believe you owe the city of New Orleans an apology for what you did to Tulane last year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going <laughs> to ask you, you know, did you feel like that was kind of the coming out party for you in that game? Yeah, no doubt. We had a lot of games canceled last year. Uh, we had a lot of games rescheduled that we never got to play. And then um, for me to be able to go out there and, and finally compete, you know, with my brothers, you know, that's what we worked for. So it was awesome to go come out there and play, play as well as I did, play as hard as I did. Uh, but I mean, that's going to be an every week thing with me. So, uh, but definitely a coming out party just for, for Houston too, just for us to be able to come out on that field and play. Yeah, you know, I think we've got a pretty good grasp of what your strengths are, but what are some of the things you will be looking to work on, I guess, even before you, before you report to the Saints? I think when you go to the next level, there's things that you always need to work on. Um, any prospect needs to work on just getting used to the speed of the game. I guess, you know, everybody's running, uh, you know, crazy, crazy 40 times. So, and they're going to run that every time. So just speed of the game, uh, really technique stuff. So like my hand placement, continue working on my pad though. I'm a tall, long guy. So that's going to be something I'm always working on. And then just continue working on uh, like flexibility. So, um, you know, although I've made strides in all those areas, just continue to get better at those. It's going to help me be successful in the NFL. You know, Peyton, you mentioned those crazy 40 times. But come on, man. All those 40 times weren't legit now, huh? <laughs> what are they? Hey, <laughs> hey, regardless, man, you know, that's what's on paper. So, you know, that's what you got to yeah, I mean, but you can, you know, I mean, you can put anything on paper. I mean, I put down a 4-2. So, I mean, that just, you know, I'm no, just saying. No, he runs like a 10. He runs like a 12. Yeah. Don't believe you know, well, I mean, I can write down a 4-2. I can write down a 4-2. I mean, at some point it was a 4-2 in there. 
I mean, it just wasn't for the whole 40. But, <laughs> but Peyton, <laughs> when, you, when you study film on defensive ends, who are some of the guys you kind of look at and, you know, want to, I guess, sift away some of the parts of their game and integrate into yours? I mean, I start off with my new teammate in uh, Cam Jordan. I think he's an awesome player, really versatile, uh, can do a lot of different things really well. So um, him, I, th I think that's a, that's a pretty good comp right there. Um, and, and just like a guy that I like that I think is really successful so I can just take things away from him and try to use them in my game. But other big defensive ends, uh, J.J. Watt, uh, the way he plays, he's physical, he's violent, he's going to play hard every down. Uh, Chandler Jones, JPP, uh, you know, they got two good DNs up in Green Bay as well. So just looking at like bigger, longer athletes that uh, play physical, um, you know, and can move. Uh, I like the way that a lot of those guys can move. So I, I watch a lot of those guys and try to pull stuff from their game and add it to mine. Peyton, you've also obviously had your head kind of in the dirt, for lack of a better term, just focusing on college football, focusing on whatever's in front of you, trying to be the best prospect possible. But knowing that the New Orleans Saints went to the playoffs for the last four years, knowing the culture here, knowing what this team is capable of, uh, not only this year, but for years to come, what they've built here, how does that kind of make you feel coming to an organization that has established itself so much? I mean, electric, uh, like you said, the culture, the culture is a winning culture and that's what they've, you know, put forward and that's what they're like going to keep doing. So for me to be able to come to a, a winning organization like that, that's done so much and, you know, that, that loves the, that their city is so, so much like behind them, you know, they're backed by their city, like big time by the whole state really. So just to come to an atmosphere like that, I think it's unmatched. Uh, you know, I couldn't have asked for anything better. You know, Cam tweeted after the draft that, you know, it was some, a defensive player, something that they could work with. Have you talked to Cam Jordan at all? Have you met him? Do you know his personality at all? I haven't gotten the opportunity to meet him. I've seen him on TV and stuff, talking and everything. Um, you know, I look forward to meeting him when I get to uh, NOLA finally. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know you're if you'll make like it word in, but go ahead. Yeah, you're going to like him, Peyton. He talks fast and he's all over the place, but you're going to like him. Uh, Peyton, when you look at, your, at yourself, at what point in your life did you look in the mirror and say, I can do this? I can go to the NFL. I can be an impact player. I can be drafted in the first round. You know, at what point did you did you look at yourself and say, I, I can do this? I mean, I think you tell yourself that from a young age, you know, um, especially when you're playing as well as you do at a young age. You always say that you want to, you want to. But when I realized I really could was uh, when I got when I got to Houston, um, I mean, I, you know, I think that that path that like, because I played basketball, I was really good at basketball and football going into um, college. So I think kind of that path, uh, I knew it was a possibility uh, to be at a professional athlete in, what, in one of the sports. But when I really realized that I could be, you know, a first round pick or, or play in the NFL or be drafted uh, was kind of like my freshman year when I came in, uh, you know, I was, was kind of lacking. I was coming off an injury, so I was kind of lacking like confidence and everything. But um I had a lot of people around me that believed in me, uh, my coaches, Coach Blum, uh, Coach Applewhite. So just them pushing me and then, you know, me starting to play a little bit as a true freshman over, you know, guys that had been there playing for four years or, or were transfers from bigger schools. So me being able to play in there and just be successful and contribute at, at uh, when I first got there, I was really realizing that I, you know, I could do this. I could make my dreams come true. So that's just kind of how that started. And then, uh, you know, I just kind of went with it throughout my, my whole college career. Push you know, you, you mentioned the hoops. Now, were you a real baller or were you kind of like, you know, because every rapper feels like they can ball and every baller feels like he can rap. So be careful how you answer this. Peyton. You know, I'm just I'm saying. So can you can you hoop hoop or, you know, you just kind of can win a game of pig, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I could do both. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I think we got we got the Pelicans Arena not too far from uh, New Orleans, right? So I've been, I've been doing a little bit of research. So we'll see if we get a gym. I go shoot some hoops, and I'll show you. Wait, wait, wait. When you join the Saints, wait. trust me, you will not be over in the basketball for <laughs> you. You can cancel that now. You might be doing something in the offseason, but you can cancel that during the – That's funny. Right now. Yeah, so no, man. No, I, I, I used to hoop, though. I used to hoop. I used to hoop. But, I mean, I haven't – you know, I tried hooping uh, – I, t- I tried to, you know, shoot shoot a few few balls uh, while we were in Dallas training at Exos, and uh, I was about to break the backboard. So I mean, I kind of stayed away from. It. But I used to I used to hoop though. I used to be pretty good. All right, what position? I used to play three. So um, you know, I, I am and four. So I used to play three four. Man after my own heart. Well, Peyton, you're from Texas. Have you spent your entire life in Texas? Yeah, but I was born and raised in Houston, so that's that's where I've been my entire life. All right, so I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. First came to Louisiana to play sports. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a little bit of a culture shock. Make sure if you're going to get a chef or whatever, the food is fantastic here. You're going to gain a lot of weight if you're not careful. So definitely make sure you're you're careful. Texas is great when it comes to barbecue and food and stuff like that. Louisiana is a different animal, I'm telling you. That's what I've been hearing. That's what I've been hearing. I'll definitely have to watch my weight, man. <laughs> well, Peyton, we are so excited to have you on board as a member of the Black and Gold. I know everyone on the Saints is excited to see you. The Saints fans, I'm sure, are excited to see see you as well. And uh, welcome to the team. Thank you. Thank you. Go Saints. Go Saints. Have a good one, Peyton. Thanks so much. All right. I'll take care. I know everyone can't see Peyton Turner uh, on a podcast. I wish we had some way of showing you what he what his reaction was during this uh, podcast interview, but he had a smile on his face the entire time. And it wasn't just because JD and I are fantastic interviewers. Thank you. We know we are. But it was just because he was so excited. Peyton Turner really just seemed uh, on fire to not only be in, in the NFL, but a member of the New Orleans Saints. So I know the Saints fans, all of you will welcome him with open arms. Uh, hopefully once we're all uh, in the same vicinity maybe we can have some rookie events all that good jazz but that is far in the future for now we will just say congratulations to Peyton Turner great conversation with him today as I mentioned we will continue our drafty coverage throughout the week we will take as many avenues as we can to get you insight and analysis on the newest members of the New Orleans Saints but for now we have a job for you Saints fans and it's not really a job because you get something out of it. Well, I guess you get money in a job, but uh, we have a contest for you. You may have heard me mention it before, but it is the uh, the Saints 50 years of draft history sweepstakes. And all you have to do is go to neworleansaints.com backslash fans backslash contests. And it is right there for you. You have the opportunity to win a signed Archie Manning throwback jersey, a signed Ricky Jackson Dome Patrol poster, a signed Fast Freddie McAfee cleats, signed Deuce McAllister football, a signed Cam Jordan helmet, and a signed uh, pair of wide receiver gloves from Michael Thomas. So make sure you go on NewOrleansSaints.com or your Saints app. That was a haul. I just I just reeled all of that off. That was a haul uh, of things that you can receive from the New Orleans Saints. Six total items. All you have to do is go online or your Saints app, put in your first name, last name, email, phone number, and zip code, and click enter here. And that is it. You are entered for your chance to win that haul of uh, Saints draft 
uh, items. Well, if you were on your couch all weekend and you didn't make your way to NewOrleansSaints.com, we have Draft Central for you all. We have interviews, we have articles, we have transcripts, not only with the draftees who were selected in Peyton Turner, Pete Werner, Paulson Adebo, Ian Book, Landon Young, and Kawan Baker. We also have the transcripts and videos of interviews with Mickey Loomis. We have the interview with Peyton Turner's college coach at the University of Houston. And we also have uh, interviews with Sean Peyton following the draft available right there on NewOrleansSaints.com. Photos, videos, transcripts, everything you could need. It is right there for you. Make sure you go check it out. All right. I am Caroline Gonzalez for John DeShazer and Peyton Turner. We really appreciate you listening to this episode of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Hopefully you enjoyed it and enjoy Peyton Turner as he makes his way to the five.